Welcome to the Gambling Chalk Talk Podcast, where we major in the wager. Podcast episode number 428 with Nikki Guns in this one. And we go through our NFL division breakdowns. We break down the worst division to the best division in the NFL. And then we give our ever popular NFL playoff predictions. We also have a bunch of questions from the listeners mixed in, Nick, for those playoff predictions. And then the coach gives his PGA picks for the Northern Trust Open at a TPC Boston in Norton, Massachusetts, which I went to for a senior golf tournament about, I don't know, 23, 24 years ago. And Lee Trevino hit on my wife, or my wife-to-be, wow. and gave my wife his, tom, his top flight hat, uh, golf ball hat, and signed it and said he loved redheads. Nice. So, <laughs> nice. Remember, you can contact the coach with any comments and questions. At the Gambling Chalk Talk podcast, Twitter and Instagram handle, at Talk Gambling. All the free picks we give you are available at www.jeffreybelanger.com. When you're there, the Major League Baseball picks are there. We got NFL coming up in 23 days. We'll have, hopefully, college football. And, you know, a little basketball in there. Not much, so I think Dart's kind of stayed away from the bubble the bubble and uh, he's got his NHL stuff up there as well. It's absolutely free. Click on the Amazon banner ad when you're there. It looks like my book, Cold Blood Red. Buy yourself something nice and a little bit comes back to help support the cost of the show at no additional cost to you. And if you're going to make a wager, I suggest going to MyBookieAG. You play, you win, you get paid at MyBookieAG and you know what's happening, Nick? The Super Contest oh, is yes. back again with MyBookieAG. They have two, two contests this year. Yep. A big money one for $100 and a smaller for you you people that maybe are just learning about uh, Super Contest. There's one for $10 as well. Uh, use that promo code DARTH when you check out. You get a 50% sign up when you, when you do that. And, uh, you know, I'm an author. You want to read a book? I got three of them. Cold Blood Red, Fourth and Dead, Squeeze Play. Again, directly from the publisher, thewordverb.com. And for Amazon Prime or Kindle Select user, you can download it to your favorite electronic reading device. Nick, episode 428. Are you ready for the quiz? I'm ready. Football player. Born February 15th, 1960. So he's 60 years old. Out of Houston, Texas. Five foot nine, 184 pounds. He went to Texas A&M at Kingsville. He was a 1983 round one pick, number 28th overall. Seven-time Pro Bowler. Four first-team All-Pros. I have a guess. Okay, what do you got? Uh, no, let's keep is – he, is he number 28? He is number 28. Is it Daryl Green? It is Daryl Green. I am impressed. 70 greatest Redskins. He's won it. He's in that. He's on the NFL 100th anniversary team. The 1990s all-decade team. Played for a long time, didn't he? One of my all-time favorites. One of the first lockdown corners of the NFL. A game changer. They put him on punt and kick returns. He was like a... He was Dion before before his time. So. It, was, it was impressive how long his career was. Yep. Yep. And he played heard. a speed position, right. which is unusual. Yep. Yep. Oh. Used to go in the wide world of sports and yep. race guys. Man, and the yeah. fastest man. Yep. yep. Awesome. 54 interceptions in his career, six touchdowns, <clears throat> 1,159 tackles, pro football and college football, Hall of Famer. All right, let's get to our division 
rankings for the NFL? I'm going to go, I'm going to lead off with my worst division. Okay. And I'll hand the mic to you. Yep. I got the NFC East. And in my eighth slot is also the NFC East. You have talent up top with Philly and Dallas. And then you have probably two of the worst teams in the NFL behind them in the New York football giants and the Washington Redskins. I think that Redskins defense will be all right. I don't think the top teams are that top of teams. I think Philly's on a downslide, and I don't trust Dallas. Uh, my next worst division is the AFC East. They they got they still got Belichick. Now they got Cam. You know the Bills are solid. Miami and the New York Jets are up and coming. So that's my my second. Worst division. What do you got? My second worst division is the AFC South. I do not see a rebound from Tennessee. Um, I think Houston is on the downslide. And I think uh, Jacksonville is the worst football team in the country. So my seventh place team is the AFC South. I'm a little shocked. I have the AFC South much higher in my rankings. My sixth worst division is the NFC South. I think the Saints are a top team. The Bucks have been a tease for years, and I tease you now with Tom Terrific, the over-the-hill quarterback. Panthers in the middle of a rebuild. Atlanta needs has, has needed to rebuild for two years. Um, what is your sixth-seeded division? My sixth-seeded division is the AFC East. So, like, just what you talked about. Uh, not a lot of talent in that division. Uh, I'm not buying in on the Cam Newton train. I think New England's going to have a step back year. Jets, hard hard year this year. I think Buffalo's really good, but other than them, uh, I think that division is in, in, a, in a big world of trouble. I do love Miami this year, but I'm, I'm not a big fan of that uh, AFC East. My fifth-seeded division is the NFC North. The North... Uh, the Vikings are actually young. They had 15 draft picks, probably make the team this year. Um, you know, I, I, I think that's because of the Cousins contract. They're kind of like, they need to get those young guys. The pack with lateral moves, I mean, who knows what they did with, you know, getting a, you know, they went 13 and three and they, they couldn't stop the Niners and they did nothing to get better to beat the Niners. Uh, Bears, great defense, shitty quarterback play. Detroit is the wild card for that division. Who's your fifth seeded team? Uh, again, we don't, we don't talk about this before the podcast. I'm in total agreement with you. My fifth seeded division is the NFC North. Um, I think every team in that division took a step back except for the Detroit Lions. So I think the Lions take a step up and I think every other team in that division takes a step back. My fourth rated division is the AFC South, which you had seventh, uh, Deshaun Watson, Great quarterback, top top five in my book. Tennessee Titans, if Tannehill is for real and not a one-hit wonder, the Colts are a QB away. Jacksonville is just terrible, terrible. But the, I have the South better than the NFC North and NFC South. Uh, what you what you got for the fourth-seeded division? My fourth-seeded division is the AFC West. Yeah. So I think it's Kansas City big at the top, right? They're the best team in football. They have Mahomes, and then those other three teams are struggling to find their identity. 
So we don't know who's the second best team in the AFC West. So I think uh, you got a big player with KC, and then the rest of those teams are second rate, fighting for second place. No one stands out. AFC West is my fourth. My third seeded division is the AFC West. Uh, almost, you know, you know, Chiefs, Super Bowl champ. Uh, Broncos, Chargers, QB away from contending in reality. Uh, Raiders, they're the wild card. Uh, they could make this a, a division of bear in the future. Uh, with Chucky, you know, they were they were a couple clicks away from putting it together last year. So my third rated division is the AFC West. Who you got? I have the NFC South as my third rated division. Uh, I love, you know, Tom Terrific with uh, Tampa Bay. I think they're going to be a, a great team this year. You got Breeze with uh, the Saints. Uh, Carolina will struggle this year, but they're on the rebound. Uh, Atlanta will be in the mix. They're my third rated, uh, fourth rated uh, seed. The AFC, uh, excuse me, third rated seed, the NFC South. I like the, I like the teams in that division. I like the quarterbacks. I think it's going to be very successful. My second best division, and this will be a little controversial for the guns, I bet. AFC North, two teams for sure are good. The Browns will have better coaching. Since he hurts them, they are years, maybe a decade away from being competitive. So that's why I have them not my first rated one. I think I think the Steelers and and uh, Ravens are good. I think the the Browns make the leap this year. When we go to into our playoff picks in a moment, you'll see why. Uh, and so, what you got for number two? Uh, my number two is the NFC West, and I think uh, San Francisco is a very good team. Uh, I think they'll be close, you know, to rebounding. But remember, Super Bowl hangover. So um, Rams, I think, are going to be very good. I think Seattle, especially with their additions, is going to be very good. Uh, they've made a lot of a lot of moves since. We've made our predictions that has put Seattle maybe in the driver's seat in that division. Um, that is a solid, never mind Arizona, up and coming, solid, solid conference. Um, number two, NFC West. My number one team is the NFCS. The number one division is the NFC West. Uh, really good coaching. Uh, worst team is Arizona. And I think Clingsbury, he kind of changed everything he did uh, last year because he saw it wasn't working. I like how he made that adjustment and kind of moved on like, hey, I just got to do what it takes to win, which is smart in the NFL. It's yeah. about winning. Yep. Uh, the Rams, not that bad. And, you know, they kind of got to go for it. I think they're going to be improved this year. They, they got to go for it. Yep. So that, that's, a, that's a big thing. The Niners were right there. I mean, they had – a, a double-digit lead with seven minutes left yep. in the Super Bowl, and the Seahawks were a yard away from beating the being the Niners and possibly flipping spots with them. So I, I, that is my best division. So your best division is the AFC North. The um, AFC North. I know it seems like I'm <clears throat> all over this pit pit wagon, but I am this year. Um, I think just. You know, people have Baltimore. Uh, Coward's got got them going undefeated. So you got a team like the Ravens with Lamar Jackson, uh, studly defense. Pittsburgh, 
amazing defense. Back comes Big Ben, even if he's average uh, compared to what they had to deal with last year. So right there alone, you got two of the best defenses in the NFL. Um, really high on Cleveland this year. Um, you know, last year I, I called them on the hype, and, and this year I think it's the opposite. I think they're actually being a little underrated. Uh, I know Mayfield's went to work in the offseason. I think their defense is also going to be really well. you got three of the best rushing teams in the league right there. And then I think the Cincinnati team is going to be much improved. Uh, you had Joe Burrow, maybe the future, you know, franchise quarterback of that division. Uh, I think they get beat up within the division, but I think teams that play them outside the division, they're going to be a tough out for a lot of teams. Um, not a huge fan of their coach, but I think they're talent-wise much improved. So my number one division, AFC North. You know what scares me about Cincinnati? I think Burrow's kind of got a clue. Like he's like, I'm not spending any of my contract money. It's all going into investments. You know, it's going to work for me. It's almost like I'm focusing on football, which is, good. Which is yeah. a good sign yeah. for Cincinnati. Yep. Yep. So, yep. all right, this is a good time to take a break. And we'll spare you from an ad. Let, let's talk about getting us the Gambling Talk, Chalk Talk podcast guys, giving us some reviews on Apple. All right, this is what you can do. You go on there, you give us a review, and put in the review, Major and the Wager. If you do that, you'll be in the running for a Gambling Chalk Talk podcast hoodie. Nice, which I have. All right, so you, we'll, we'll let this go until we'll go over the next 11 days, uh, at the end of August. Okay, so this will go to the end of August, and we'll, we'll randomly draw – one of the reviews, even if it's a shitty review, just give us a review. And you'll be in the drawing to get a Gambling Chalk Talk podcast hoodie. All right. So that's that's your that's your first segment ad right there. Get a little hoodie. Give us some love on, on uh, the, you know, the, the reviews. Tell us what you like. Tell us what you don't like. And, re- and write in the code word major in the wager. The code phrase, not exactly a word. Major in the wager. All right, this is always one of the favorite parts of our preseason NFL, our, our picks. Now, before we do this, I want to go back and review what we did last year. So, Nick, last year, you, Darth Wager, and the Joker had seven of the 12 Playoff teams correct. Wow. You also had you, Darth Wager, and AK-47 had the Chiefs winning the Super Bowl. All right. All right. And I, the coach, had six correct. I had the Super Bowl winner wrong. I believe I had the Vikings. I did have the Vikings. And the Joker had five. the Joker had seven divisions correct, not AK-47. It was it was it was the Joker, and he had the Packers. So we were the two that got the Super Bowl champion wrong. But three fifths of the Gambling Chalk Talk podcast guys had the Super Bowl winner correct. And me and Nick are doing our playoff predictions now. We'll get AK-47, Darth Wager, and the Joker to get their predictions in a future podcast. So here we go, our playoff predictions in this going to be a very strange season, I would guess. Oh, my goodness. The strangest we've probably ever seen. With the new format, seven teams make the playoffs this year. 
So you got the extra team, only one bye week, only one team gets the bye. That's and there might be more buys because of COVID. COVID. Yep. Uh, the season might not end until March. I heard on the fan from a, one of their reporters who, who covers a team who supposedly has insight that the league has at least five different scenarios. I'm talking schedule-wise. If they need to pause the season, cancel a few weeks, uh, rearrange things, they have like five or six different scenarios already built in that they've been working on all offseason. He said this year is going to happen. They will crown a champion sometime in February. So for all of us who, and I'm, I'm the biggest one, think this is going to be a long, cold, dark winter in New England, at least we'll have football on, and hopefully it's on Saturdays as well. It could be Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yes, <laughs> and well, Monday. Yeah, Monday yeah. too. Friday might might be the night. The off, only days off are Tuesday and Wednesday. I would love that. Oh my uh, gosh, we just need Tuesday Mac football. Yeah. Oh no, Mac's not having a season. <clears throat> All right, so wild card round. Before we get that, we got I got four emails for the wild card round. You ready? Ready. First one up, Fluff from New Hampshire. Pats, Red Sox, Celtics fan. What conspiracy theory will the other 31 teams have about the Pats now with all the opt-outs? I'll let you lead off with this one, Nick. Uh, so the conspiracy theories I have heard are, are there's two of them. I heard one of them is that these guys are so sick of playing for Belichick and his demands and his antics that guys who have been there, done that, see that there's no shot this year, and they're like, I'm out. I need a year off from this guy. That's one. Yep. The second one I heard is these guys were encouraged to opt out by Belichick and the GM in order for them to land Lawrence. Even if they don't get Lawrence, there's a couple like other keys. Yeah, right? yeah. A top pick. All right. Here's another email. Jorge from Akron, Ohio. We got a bunch of uh, – this is, a, this is another – he's a Browns fan. Here we go again. The Patriots opting out. I don't know what they're doing, but they must be a competitive advantage. We're all screwed. <laughs> hey, Jorge, at least they didn't video record you. They only video recorded the Bengals. The Bengals, yeah. <laughs> so the, the latest hijinks I heard um, Belichick might pull out this year is alternating quarterbacks. Ooh. Didn't the Cowboys do that many years ago with – was it with Staubach and Danny White? Or somebody else in Danny White. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. So it was, we were really young then. I, yeah. I mean, I was probably four or five years old. Belich- that's the latest I heard is he may, and it might be not just series, but play by play. Like one guy stands on the sideline, gets to play. They don't huddle. Runs in, calls calls the play on the fly. The next guy's getting the play on the sideline. They keep coming in and out every play. Oh, who, wow. Who knows? Who knows? Wow. With Cam being his goal line back. He might be their best running back. Yep. This one's from Dirk from Kickapoo, Kansas. He's a Chiefs fan. Great. The Patriots have Brady for 20 years, and now Belichick is tanking to have everyone opt out so he can get Trevor Lawrence. Yep. yep. <laughs> hey, Dirk, what are you complaining about? You got Patrick Mahomes in the next 10 years. Absolutely. Shut up. <laughs> All right, here's another one. Alex from Daytona, Florida. A Jaguars fan. I didn't know they had fans. I'm a little shocked. Uh, the Jags need a QB, and we're tanking the old-fashioned way by being inept, as always. But wait, here comes that damn cheater Belichick tanking. All the crap team, all the crap teams don't need a QB, and he's going to get get one in the strong QB, QB class. Fucking Patriots. That's what he wrote. 
You think about it. Most teams don't need a quarterback. The Jags need one. Yep. I mean, the bad teams. I mean, I mean you know, the Giants might need one. We'll find out. I don't think so, but all right, we're, we'll we're, we're yeah. going to find out. Yep. All right, so wild card. You want to start off with the eight, wild card round of the playoffs. I figure we'll give our seven versus two matchup. We'll give our six versus three matchup, okay. our five versus four. Yep. Uh, and so we'll know who the division winners and stuff like that are. And we'll do AFC and NFC. Do you, what, do you prefer a conference, Nick? Uh, let's do NFC first. NFC first. So let me just say this. Wild card weekend, how – to me, one of the best weekends in football. Just got better. Absolutely. So now instead of four games, three games on Saturday, three games on Sunday. Not moving off the couch. I don't know if it gets any better than that. You know where we'll be? We'll be out in the garage. Absolutely. Not bothering anybody. Yep. Unbelievable. All right. So I'm going to lead off. My seventh seed sneaking into the playoffs. I tweaked my... I know we went through every division. We started that back in June. Right. I have not touched mine. I have tweaked mine a little because of some opt-outs, some trades. Okay. I got Green Bay as the seven seed. I got Dallas as the two seed. And I have Green Bay upsetting Dallas. Oh, boy. In Dallas, Aaron Rodgers, revenge on his old coach, McCarthy, another Disappointing loss for Jerry Jones and the Cowboy faithful. I'm sorry, but Aaron Rodgers just gonna put him on the back, on his back, and it's just gonna be the Cowboys fans just more fuel to the fire. Dak Prescott is just not a winner. He just can't get every Cowboy fan I talk to does not believe in that guy. I like him, but nobody, I, no, I haven't met a Cowboy fan yet that believes in that guy. They won't like him till he's gone. What do you have for your 7-2 matchup? So my 7-2 matchup, speaking of the Cowboys, I have the Dallas Cowboys sneaking in the back door with the 7 seed. Ooh. Playing at Ford Field in Detroit. The 2 seed. The 2 seed. Yes. Lions and Matt Patricia, who have a dominant season. I had their record as, let's see, 11-5 to get the 2 seed. And Dak Prescott playing for his life in his contract Leads that potent offense to an upset game one in Detroit. And Dallas is the first seven seed ever and the first seven seed to advance to the next round of the playoffs. So we both have seven seeds winning and advancing. Yep. I, I know in your game, a team that's wearing silver is going to win. <laughs> Six seed versus three seed. I have a wild card. The Minnesota Vikings, the six seed. Going to the three seed, Detroit Lions. We got an NFC Norris Division battle. The North. And, you know, it's a one o'clock start. And it's it's gonna look pretty nice for for Mr. Cousins. But you know what? In the end, Matthew Stafford pulls it out. Clutch player. It's all lining up for Matthew Stafford. He's gonna be comeback player of the year. MVP candidate, I have the Lions, who never win a playoff game, getting a home playoff game and beating, beating a rival, a division rival in the 6-3 game. And 
I think I have Detroit sweeping the Vikings this season in all three games. I'm, I'm going to double-check that. But who do you have for your 6-3 game, Nick? So my sixth seed are is Seattle. This was uh, pre-their moves, but I still think uh, they'll be in the playoffs regardless, maybe not the sixth seed. And I have the three seed being the San Francisco 49ers. So Seattle and San Fran duke it out for the third time. Division battle. Division battle. Uh, they split the regular season. San Fran gets healthy at the end of the year to get back some of those receivers that are out, like Debo Samuel. And they Garoppolo proves his worth and knocks off Seattle. And the three seed San Francisco 49ers advance over Seattle. Oh, so we have two division matchups. Yep. Not bad. So, I, I, I'll, I'll talk about Seattle when we get to it. But, all right. So, I have the five versus four seed. I have the five seed San Francisco 49ers at the NFC South champion, New Orleans Saints. And, you know, you, you, you like to see the, the upsets. And you, you really want to root for the 49ers. And the Saints have, have done a lot. But I just think the karma is just not that good with the Saints, with the Drew Brees stuff in the offseason. And they've always kind of been snake-bitten in the playoffs. And I think it happens again. No hangover for the 49ers. I have the five-seed Niners advancing out of wild-card weekend. I have the four-seed AFC East champs. Giants? No, excuse me, NFC East champs, the Philadelphia Eagles. Not the New York Giants? Not the New York football Giants against the feed. Uh, Tampa Bay Bucks out of the South. And I'll tell you what, I've learned this lesson the hard way, and uh, I'm, I'm, it's not going to happen again to me this year. You bet against number 12 in the playoffs, Tommy Terrific, and you're going to lose. I'm not betting against them. Tampa Bay knocks off Philadelphia in Philadelphia, and Brady Tom takes the Tampa Bay Bucks to the second round of the playoffs. Wow. Wow. All right, let's hop over to the AFC. It's going to shock you. My seventh seed. I can't bet. I, I didn't have them originally in the playoffs, but with some moves going on, looking at some things. I can't go against Deshaun Watson. They sneak into the playoffs as a seven seed. I got Deshaun Watson going against the two seed, the Cleveland Browns. Wow. And Baker. And guess what happens? You're in Cleveland. You're the two seed. You're at the you're right next to the lake, the cold weather. And you know, I just think Cleveland is better equipped for a cold weather game than Houston. Good running attack with Nick Chubb. I think the offensive line is a little bit improved. They do have some playmakers on offense. If Baker can just get that ball to OBJ, you know, three or four times a game in the right moment. I got Baker and Cleveland winning their first playoff game in I don't know how long. Wow. My two seed is the Pittsburgh Steelers. Ah, oh, Homer. And they don't get an easy matchup in this in their first round in the playoffs. The seventh seed comes in. And that's an angry Baltimore Raven team. Oh. Black and blue game, defense galore. Who can make a bigger play? Pittsburgh knocks off Baltimore. 
Second year in a row, they go out round one. Pittsburgh, they split it during the regular season. Steelers win the decisive game in the playoffs. Steel advances as the two seed. Wow. That, that You know, if Baltimore loses in the first round again. The talk will begin. The talk will begin. Yep. And, and we actually. Win a big game. I, I, we have to actually have some questions about Baltimore okay. later on in the podcast. I'll All save right. it for All that. Right. But. Man, there'll be a monkey on Lamar Jackson's neck. Yep. Wow. Yep. All right. My sixth seed is the Baltimore Ravens. You had them seven. I have them six. So we both, even though Baltimore has the easiest schedule in the league, according to last year's records, we both don't believe in Baltimore too much. Nope. Just enough to make the playoffs. I have the three seed being the Indianapolis Colts, and they are winning the AFC South. This is a tough matchup for the home team, Indianapolis Colts. Uh, the, the Ravens, good running attack. I, I, you know, I just don't believe in Phillip Rivers enough. I think they get by that division because it's not that strong a division. I'm not a big believer in Tennessee who doesn't make the playoffs. I'm not a believer in Tannehill. I think it was I'm, – I'm shocked they didn't franchise tag Tannehill and they gave him that longer contract because he hasn't proven anything yeah, but to that stretch. A, turn into a pumpkin. Yeah. Yep. But this is a real tough matchup, really good coaching matchup between Frank Reich and Harbaugh. Uh, I have the Ravens winning. I have upset Ravens six seed beating the three seed Indianapolis. Well, you got 6-3. My three seed is also the Indianapolis Colts. Ooh, we got uh, agreement. Yep, 11-5 through the season there. Um Indoors in the dome, and in comes battle tested, playoff tested, the Buffalo Bills. Oh. And the Buffalo Bills just out physical the Colts in the dome. Allen it takes his team and advances to the second round of the playoffs with that McDermott's ferocious defense. I will take the Buffalo Bills to knock off the three seed. Jeez. All right, you're not going to like this one. Are you ready? I'm ready. I have the five seed, Pittsburgh Steelers, runner-up in the AFC North, the best division in football, according to you, against the four seed, New England Patriots. Poor Steelers have to travel to New England and face Cam Newton, Jared Stidham, Brian Hoyer, the the, The ghost of Gillette Stadium. The ghost the go as Pittsburgh. When's the last no, time they, Pittsburgh? I was there when they won. They've won there. They've won there, but it's been a while. It's been a while. It's been a while. This is a heavyweight battle. And you know what? The radio communication goes out on the Steelers sideline during the game. You know what is is troublesome for your Steelers is you're going to have to make an adjustment against Belichick. How's Mike Tomlin do with adjustments there, Nick? Usually not well. And. He's got a lot of tools in his arsenal with all those quarterbacks and his stable of quarterbacks to throw at the Pittsburgh Steelers. Does Tomlin get over the hump and beat the Patriots in New England? Nope. Steel eliminated. Wild card round. Guns, how you feel about that? Uh, break my heart. That'd be, that'd be the ultimate New England Patriots slap in the face like I haven't gotten it enough. So Brady leaves. Belichick is using Cam Newton, who nobody wanted. 
Jarrett Stidham and Brian Hoyer. He's got a team of guys that opted a bunch of guys that opted out. No high tower, no tackle. And your advantage. Steelers don't advance. With that defense. What 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 do you what damage do you do to wherever you're witnessing oh, this? That would be that I'd be just in utter disbelief. And then Mr. Aces and Mr. Piro would be witnesses. Oh yeah. What, what what kind of bet will we have on the line in this? I don't know. Didn't you have to like go to a beer fest one time? Yep. Weren't you supposed to wear like yeah. a, a, a Patriots outfit I, of I some was, sort? I, I was ready too, and they 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 called the dogs off on me, but that was their choice. I didn't. I was ready to do it. I think Piero and Asus, our friends, our Patriots fans, should get like a onesie, like a like a like a, a, a like a New England Patriots oh, that onesie. Guy, uh, the comedian that wears that. Like the ones that go to little kids go to bed with the footsies and everything. Borat or whatever that kind of. Oh, does he? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think they should get you one of those. And the next time, and maybe for the Super Bowl party, you have to wear that at the Super Bowl party. That would be. Oh. I think I think Ace and Piro, you need to get this done. Get the bet on the line. Get get the get the onesie, the the PJ onesie of the Patriots. And if if the steel. Lose to the Patriots in the playoffs. Nick has to wear it. And if the Steel win, we can buy the kids' small version for Johnny Aces, and he can wear it to the Super Bowl party. Sounds good. Sounds good. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. We, we're sidetracked. What do, what do you got for five and four seed? So luckily for me, in my scenario here, I don't have New England in the playoffs. And usually when New England's not in the playoffs, Pittsburgh – Makes a, makes a run. That's blasphemy. So that's blasphemy, right? I there. have the uh, AFC East division champion Miami Dolphins. Oh my God! Hosting a playoff game against the number five seed Cleveland Browns. Weather not a factor in Miami. Uh, beautiful weather. Cleveland's been playing in rough weather all year. Cleveland's ability to run the ball. Baker's ability to make clutch throws and big plays. They knock off Miami, who's had a miracle season at 10-6 and and won the division. And the Cleveland Browns make it three AFC North teams that advance to round two of the AFC playoffs. I think it's a miracle what the Dolphins did last year getting two two AFC North teams because Pittsburgh beats Baltimore. I was going to say Pittsburgh beats. Miami made pulled off the miracle last year, getting five wins. They overachieved. I don't see that happening. All right. I don't see that happening. All right, we got a couple of emails before we get to the divisional round. You ready? Ready. Email from Sam Fran. He's a 49ers fan, uh, a Giants fan. I'm, I'm assuming that's a San Francisco Giants fan. Did I really hear you mention the Super Bowl hangover for the 49ers? I argue the Rams didn't have a hangover. They were just mismanaged. The Niners will return and win. Do you think the Rams were mismanaged last year? They might have been mismanaged as far as their personnel. Yes, like not. They had no depth. They, not, they, they, they gave too big a contract. They fixed an offensive line. Yeah, uh, and that the whole key with everything McVay does with that Ram offense is their ability to run the ball. And they so couldn't. once they lost that, yeah. Teams didn't respect any of their motions or play actions, or and golf was a sitting duck. Yeah, I kind of agree with the email. I don't think there'll be a hangover from the 49ers nope. this year, and you'll find out in a moment why. Um, 
Lee from Wolverine Lake, Michigan. Ooh, that sounds like an awesome place to live. Absolutely. Wolverine Lake. Absolutely. You remember that, that movie Red Dawn? Yes. That, that's one of my favorite. Wolverine. Yep. <laughs> He's a Lions fan, Tigers fan, and Pistons fan. A lot of love for the Lions. Hope this turns out better than your Giants and Texans predictions. When Patricia gets fired, where do we turn to for a coach? So this must be a long-time listener because not last year, but the two previous years, I yeah. picked Giants, Texans, Super Bowl. Right. Um, where do they turn for a coach if they get rid of Patricia? I'd like to see Eric Bieniemy get a job. Uh, I don't know. You know, it'll it'll be the hot coordinator for this year. It'll be uh, some offensive guru. They, yeah. they, I think there should be more defensive guys. To yeah, be honest with you, I mean the league's turning back to that power game. Of you need that toughness. Power defense. The defensive guys. Have t- yeah. I you know who I would go with. I would go with Greg Williams from the Jets. Yeah, he's got a bad reputation. Though. Yeah, he does. But they say he's like one of the biggest assholes in the league, dude. I want him to win games. I don't yeah, want him to I be. Know. I don't want him to be. You know, nobody likes him. Yeah. I don't know. He's kind of blackballed, but yeah, I don't know. I like. It'll be a hot coordinator on one of these teams that you know. Baltimore's D coordinator or Steelers D coordinator or yeah, one of these teams that I don't know. Yeah, Buffalo's that's a D coordinator. That's a that's a tough call. Yeah. Well, what about the kid, the guy from Oklahoma, Lincoln Riley? Yeah. Think people still talking about him? Yeah, yeah, especially if uh, Kingsbury. What if what if the Lions? Sorry, leave from Wolverine. What if they bomb? Get like Trevor Lawrence? Do they try to get Dabo Sweeney? Make it a package deal. Bring Harbaugh Harbaugh over from Michigan. Harbaugh, yeah, right. I mean, I still think he's a good coach. Me too. He's a good NFL coach. Yeah, talk about a guy that seems like an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 He might be a nice guy. I don't know. Yep. I'm just saying. All right, let's go uh, division round. Seven seed versus one seed in the NFC. I have the Green Bay Packers. They go to Dallas, knock off the two seed. Now they got to go place the one seed, Seattle Seahawks. I love what the Seahawks did. They got Jamal Adams. Yep. I know people say, oh, he's a box safety. You don't know what he is because Greg Williams has him doing a certain role with the Jets. Yep. Why did they get him? You got to take out Kittle yep. if you're in the in the NFC West. Yep. What did uh, this is? What I, I almost had the Cardinals in the playoffs. I really looked at it again. What did I say? Is Simmons do? He he's a Kittle shutdown guy. Mm-hmm. That's a huge pickup by the Cardinals. Yep. So I really like what Seattle did. I think Seattle rolls over Green Bay. There will be no bad referees, referee strike with a Hail Mary that or a you know one referee waving a, a pass off, another one calling it a touchdown. There will be no Aaron Rodgers Hail Mary to break the heart hearts of Seattle. <clears throat> Seattle rolls in this one over Green Bay. Who's your one seed in the NFC? This is this ought to be good. What do you got? My one seed in the NFC is the New Orleans Saints. Saints uh, team to me, best roster from start to finish, up and down. Um, been dominant the last two years during the regular season. They have another dominant regular season. I think they have one of the best O lines, one of the best D lines. You got a smart quarterback. I think Emmanuel Sanders will be a big addition for them early. Uh, Kamara bounces back this year. 
probably the best kicker punter combo in football. Uh, team's got everything you need, but unfortunately, that playoff curse strikes again. Ugh. And the Dallas Cowboys oh. continue a magical, magical run in the playoffs and go into New Orleans and knock off the Saints on another controversial end of the game call. But this time it goes Dallas way and the Cowboys become the first ever seven seed to play in the NFC championship game. Lieutenant Dingler is a very happy person and so is AK-47 right now. My three seed versus five seed to face Seattle in the NFC Championship game. We have Detroit home against the San Francisco 49ers. This is just too much for Detroit to overcome. I mean, they won a playoff game. You know, they're they're you know what? When you're picking games, you're picking games. We're gonna talk about picking games in a moment, super contest stuff. You wanna pick teams that are desperate, teams that are hungry. Teams that want something. San Francisco wants to get back to that Super Bowl. They want to win it. Detroit coming off a playoff win. I don't think they've won a playoff game probably since Barry Sanders was playing running back, I believe. I think they beat the Redskins. Top of my head. You got Detroit fat and happy at home. Hungry San Francisco going on the road. Defense travels. Defense travels. And that Detroit defense runs out of gas. And in the NFC Championship game, we have two NFC West teams. My best division in football, it'll be Seattle versus San Francisco to go to the Super Bowl in the NFC Championship game for the coach. What do you got, Nick? I've got the two-seed San Francisco 49ers at home and traveling west, and it's a long travel. The childhood prodigy returns home, Brady, who grew up a 49er fan and always wanted to play for the San Francisco 49ers. And they want him, too. Oh, and they wanted him. Instead, he gets to play the man who was supposed to replace him in New England. Oh, I love it. Garoppolo. I love it. What a headline. This will, what the, Oh, I love it. All week, Garoppolo versus Brady. Who's yeah. Better, who's this? Yeah. And in the end. Sign me up for it. When I... Studied the DVOA of the Tampa defense last year. Now, this is with Winston throwing 30 interceptions or it was a lot, whatever. And a lot of them were in his own end of the field. Threw a lot of touchdowns to the other team. Made it, made his defense, uh, made the defense numbers skewed. I think this defense is totally underrated. And I think that offense is stacked and raring to go. I said it during the preview. Last time Brady had a receiving core like this, he put up record numbers. I know he's a lot older now, but in the end, you don't bet against 12. And the Tampa Bay Bucks (laughs) shocked the world and upset the 49ers to advance to the NFC Championship game where they will be the host against the Dallas Cowboys, two iconic franchises. Wow. Wow. So you'll like my six versus one seed. I had the six seed Baltimore Ravens versus the one seed Kansas City Chiefs. Lamar versus Patrick. The rematch. Ah. Oh. And this will be an epic battle. You got the, the flash and the big plays of the Kansas City Chiefs. And you got the running attack, running attack of the Baltimore Ravens. The games in Kansas City, which can be very bad in January or February. Or March, but yeah. we don't know this year. Minus the crowd noise. Right? And I have the Ravens 
upsetting the Kansas City Chiefs on the road. It's so hard to go back-to-back and win a Super Bowl title. And I have the Ravens getting that monkey off their back. And and you know what? They they got a little bit off the back against Indianapolis. But now that they make it to the AFC Championship game, there's a big sigh of relief for the Baltimore Ravens. Who you got for your one seed? My one seed, the Kansas City Chiefs. I think they're going to have a good regular season. I can't believe the signings they've made this offseason, wrapping up all those guys to long-term contracts. Chris Jones. um, That's because Mahomes Mahomes kept his real contract. They're just making incredible moves, signing guys long-term, keeping their studs in there. It's underrated what he did. He he pulled a Tom Brady. Yep. Yep. He he did it so he could win championships. Absolutely. That guy's about winning. Absolutely. Um and you know, they Reed is a, a master. You give him that week off and he's a tough guy to beat after that that playoff by. Uh I think Buffalo comes in, gives them all they can handle. I think it's a tight game, but in the end it's it's Kansas City, just the dominant team off a of bye week, big advantage. And the Chiefs in the end pull you know, they wear down Buffalo, tight game, tight game, and then those big plays start to happen. Tariq breaks one. And Kansas City will be hosting the AFC Championship. Wow. Wow. Very good. Very good. My next matchup. I like this one. Bill Belichick, the four seed, goes back to Cleveland to face the two seed Browns. Now, Browns, fat and happy, winning a playoff game. This has been a great learning experience for for the Cleveland Browns making to the playoffs. But now they got to go through the greatest coach of all time. But you know what? I think Cleveland comes through in this game. They got a smarter coach. They're going to ground and pound with Chubb. Mayfield is going to be a game manager. Yep, that's I'm it. not saying that he's, you know, the, who's the, the guy from Tampa, uh, Brad uh, – Trent Dilfer. Trent Dilfer and then the guy from Baltimore Ravens when they beat the Giants. Oh, Baltimore was Trent Dilfer. And then yep. it was a Brad uh, something. Johnson. Brad Johnson Tampa for, for Tampa Bay. Yep. He's a better version of that. He can be clutch. Yes. Yes. And I think he manages the game. You got Chubb running the ball. And you get the ball to OBJ and Landry enough to make some plays. <clears throat> I have Cleveland. Not really an upset, but kind of an upset. I have the Cleveland Browns beating the New England Patriots and hosting the AFC Championship game. Wow. I would be shocked. But I would too. Wow. Yep. Hey, but it happen. it's a weird year. Yeah, absolutely. It's a weird year. Yep. What would be more weird than Cleveland being a two seed, winning two playoff games, beating Belichick? Oh, yeah. Oh, let it happen, please. Let it happen. I've got the two-seed Pittsburgh Steelers at home against the five-seed Cleveland Browns. Historic matchup. Uh, These two teams have quite the history. I think they split the regular season, uh, home and home. And, you know, if you're a fan of the Steelers and if you're a fan of Cleveland, you kind of know what happens in this game. Cleveland comes out early and uh, things look well for him, but in the end, I would love to see the Twitter 
to oh, Twitter dialogue feed. We got a lot of Cleveland Brown likers. Who knows this? <laughs> he's lived through it year after year, whether it's the Elway drive, whether it's the Mac Biner, you know, fumble-rama. He's seen it. He would know what's coming. There would be complete radio silence between us before the week. The Pittsburgh Steelers find a way in the end. I still say the best defense in football. Good enough, just good enough on offense. Cleveland struggles to move the ball. And the Pittsburgh Steelers go to Kansas City for a shot at title number seven for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Big Ben wants one bad. He realizes being out of football, how much he missed it, and, and how important it is to him. Pittsburgh goes to Kansas City for the AFC Championship. Oh, very good. Very good. All right. So usually it's the third segment. And we do an ad. I'm not doing an ad. We're going to talk a little bit. We got to talk a little bit about, well, I guess it's kind of an ad. Super contest. My bookie AG. You play when you get paid at my bookie AG. Use promo code DARTH at checkout. Get a 50% sign-up bonus. They have a super contest. Nikki Guns. I believe you were top 100 last year. 59. 59th overall. Won some money in the super contest yep. last year. Yep. So my bookie AG has affiliates. The Gambling Chalk Talk podcast is an affiliate with MyBookie AG. All the affiliates have their own separate little super contest. These are all guys that have gambling websites or podcasts. Who won it, Nick? Coach Belanger. I was co-champion yep. of the MyBookie AG affiliate super contest. Gambling Chalk Talk. All right. So, you know, <clears throat> super contests. I think we're going to do one for the listeners this year. I'm going to find a way. I'll have details next week on the podcast. You can sign up. We'll, we'll, I'll, I'll put it on you know, some website. I'll, I'll put the promo code. I'll put the code out there so any listeners want to sign up and try to beat the coach. Try to beat the guns. AK-47, Darth Wager, the Joker. And maybe I'll give a little prize to the winner if they can beat us. You know, maybe a little swag, a little T-shirt, a little sweatshirt, maybe a, a book signed by the coach. All right, so super contest time. That sounds awesome. 23 days. Let's get it going, folks. Wow, can't believe it's that close. So this is what we have, folks. This is your this is your job. This is your job this week. You get reviews. You put major in a wager and review on, on iTunes. And... Get ready for the super contest. Get ready for the super contest. That's one job this week. Five teams a week. Five I, games. First the spread. Yep. And it, it's that simple. It seems like a simple thing to do, but I think I had one five and zero week and one one and four week. And other than that, you just try to go three and two every week and, and hang around till yep. the end. Hang around. Yep. I was two games out in the last week. Yep. And came back. Yep. So. Leave a review on iTunes. This is what you do. You take your kid's phone and you leave a review on their phone too. It's okay. That gives you three entries to win a MyBookie, win a Gambling Chalk Talk podcast sweatshirt, a hoodie, black hoodie, white script. Looks nice. Yep. It's really nice material, real soft inside. Yep. Don't wash it too much because that stuff goes away. Yep. All right, let's get to a conference championship game. I have the five seed San Francisco 49ers. Going to Seattle to face the Seahawks. My son, my oldest son, is a Seahawks fan. He grew up during the Cam Chancellor and all that era. And they got Jamal Adams now. They have the person to shut down Kittle. 
I don't like San Francisco's wide receiver situation. You just got to hope that Seattle defense can hold up against the run. But you got Russell Wilson willing that team to victory. They get revenge for 2019. I had the Seattle Seahawks going to the Super Bowl. You really like them. Yep, you've been on them. So I've been on them since the, that, so. since the season ended last year. I have the five seed Tampa Bay Bucks, and I, this is my team that I'm on. I think we um, both had the five seed making to the yep. championship game. Uh, wow! I think Brady, with all the stuff going on with Belichick, you know, it's going to be the storyline all year. Or who is it? Belichick? Is it Brady? I almost see a year where you know that like the year that New England was rolling over people and stuff, and they're up. Big late in games, and he goes back in, and he's still throwing and throwing. I could see him looking to pump stats this year, throw more touchdowns. They're at the two yard line. He's hitting quick, you know, quick screens to Mike Evans, who walks in. I think he's going to really try to like. I kind of agree with you a little bit now. Like show everybody, like he loves having that chip on his shoulder, and he's got it huge right now. Like no, it wasn't Belichick. Yeah, it was me. Yeah, he's doing this. So I, I just like even for fantasy football. I'm on the Brady wagon this year, but we'll, this, that's a whole nother. But I just think he's going to have an edge all season. He's not going to let this team let down. He He's going to fight like hell to get in this spot. Dallas, my seven seed, comes into Tampa on quite a run of their own. Prescott playing with a chip on his shoulders. But it's just not enough against his Tampa Bay defense. It's just not enough against the, the Brady offense. And Brady leads the Tampa Bay Bucks. To the Super Bowl this year. <laughs> Aces Imperial love you now, though, because of that one. We, now we get to the AFC. You get the sixth seed for me, Baltimore Ravens, traveling to Cleveland. Cool. This is AFC North dogfight. So this is my top two divisions. My top two divisions are represented in the NFC and AFC championship game. How it should be. And this is an old school battle. You got the Baltimore Ravens in their run game. You got the Cleveland Browns in their run game. Unfortunately, I think for you Cleveland fans, they just run out of gas again in the AFC Championship game at home. I'm not saying there's going to be a fumble. I'm not saying, sorry, too soon. It was the 80s, right? <laughs> I have the Baltimore Ravens advancing. To the Super Bowl as a sixth seed after failing last year. Go Ravens. Super Bowl versus Seattle Seahawks. Who you got in the AFC? I've got Kansas City at home against Pittsburgh. Um, I'm going to sound like a homer here, but I'm just calling it like I see it. You can look up my record last year for picks. I was over 60%. Um you know, I oh, whoa, 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 hold on a second. Right. All right, let, let me, All right. let, let me, let me, stats out there. let me throw the stats All out right. there. Do you need to get anything ready here? Do you nope. need to get anything I ready? Get anything ready. You, you're not going to get Ric Flair ready? I, I might get Flair ready. <laughs> Maybe I'll give it, I'll give my Flair after the Super Bowl pick. All right. So last year, Nikki Guns in 2019, you were not 60%. You were 58.24%. Yeah, right on the brink. That's pretty damn good. Pretty damn good. That's pretty damn good. Yep. 55, 53 and 38. Uh, we had AK-47, 37 and 36. That's below 52%. That's not what we want. Darth Wager was a dismal 42 and 47. 
I was a dismal 40 and 42. Okay. College, hopefully we have college. I was 84 and 61. That's 57.93%. Darth Wager was 80 and 60, 57.14%. AK-47 was 36 and 25, 59.02%. Guns, you are 49 and 35, 58.33%. Enough to make a living. We had everybody above 57%. Joker doesn't do college. On the podcast in college. Let there be college, please. I don't think there's going to be. I don't think so either, but... Yeah, all right. All right, so Go I, ahead. my point was this. I, I gave you the Super Bowl winner last year. I gave you seven out of the 12 playoff teams. I hit 50, almost 59% on NFL picks. That's not easy to do. 59th in the Super Contest. 59th, and I'm not being a homer here because last year I didn't have the Steelers doing this. But that defense, I'm telling you, is locked and loaded. It's now or never for Pittsburgh. They go into Kansas City and knock off the Kansas City Chiefs in that high-powered offense. And the Pittsburgh Steelers face their old dragon slayer in Tom Brady. <laughs> Tom, in the Super Bowl. Tom was having like a seizure on the Brady, sideline. Brady has put up historical stats with, with New England against Pittsburgh. But this time he doesn't have Belichick to run the game plan. We will see what happens. So now we have the Super Bowl. Yep. <laughs> I have a couple emails first. Scott from Seattle, Washington. Coach. For the first time in three years, you might get the Super Bowl champion correct. Thanks, Scott. <laughs> I believe I heard you say you la- you placed a future bet on the Hawks after the last year's Super Bowl. That is true. I did do that. Okay. I got another email. This is Mike from Baltimore, Maryland. I cherry-picked these for my picks, obviously. He's a Ravens fan, Orioles fan, and Blue Hens fan. He's a Delaware Blue Hens fan. All right. Oh, this is for you, Guns. Okay. Guns, your analysis of Lamar Jackson is way off. All those old running back, all, all those old running QBs, Cordell, Mike Vick, didn't have the offense to suit their strengths. That is true. Russell Wilson is a running QB, and he has won a Super Bowl. What's your response to that? Well, when Russell Wilson won that Super Bowl, it was carried by that legion of boom. Um, but, no, I agree. They have totally tailor-made this offense around Lamar. But now you give NFL D coordinators a year to go to work. Uh, they lost Yanda, one of their best offensive linemen. They lost Pierce, one of their best defensive linemen. Uh, I love that secondary. Super young at linebacker. I think uh, Patrick Queen's going to be a stud. But – I just don't think – I think regression is coming for Lamar. We got regression to the mean. Yeah, he's already talking about looking to stay in the pocket and throw more. Oh, that's not good. That's not a good sign if you're a Ravens fan. You want this guy run the ball, moving his feet. I just think there's regression for Baltimore this year. And I think they're in a division where Pittsburgh, even though they, they swept Pittsburgh last year, Pittsburgh played them well both games. Cleveland played them really tight both uh, games last year. I think it's just going to be too much for them to overcome. And I'm still saying you keep running the ball like Lamar's run the ball. Sooner or later, he's going to get caught by somebody. And when he does, it's going to hurt. All right. But I agree with that point. And no one's had their offense completely tailored for them like he does. So, yeah. Yep. All right. My Super Bowl is Seattle versus Baltimore. If you want to bet this on my bookie AG, if you pick this matchup for the Super Bowl, it's plus 4,500. Wow. So that's 
you know what? That's not great odds. No, I was going to say that's good, but it's not great. It's not great. Yep. So that means this is a possible matchup. Absolutely. Uh, I think experience matters. And I think Russell Wilson, the experience in the Super Bowl, matters. Uh, NFC West, third time in three years making a Super Bowl, and they win one. They get the Super Bowl this year. It's a really bad matchup for Seattle with that the running attack of Baltimore, and that Seattle's going to probably be their Achilles heel unless they really make some changes this year. Probably going to be their Achilles heel. But I have the Seattle Seahawks and Russell Wilson winning his second Super Bowl. Should be his third. Malcolm Butler. Uh, third Super Bowl, for, uh, but it's second. Russell Wilson. It would be a second win. Second win. Could should be, be three. Yes. Should sh- be three. Oh, my God. Shit that game away. Yeah. I still think he threw the ball because he didn't want um, the running back, Marshawn Lynch, to win MVP and not speak and do all that. I, I'm convinced of it. So, And I'm not convinced that Belichick saw they were scrambling on the sideline and did nothing. I think he gave up and he got fucking lucky. So yeah, I agree. <laughs> uh, it always seemed to work for him. I don't know. Yep. So, Nick, Nick, you have Tampa Bay, Pittsburgh. The odds on that, if you want to bet that at MyBookieAG, use promo code DARTH at checkout, 50% sign-up bonus, it's plus 7,100. So, who do you have winning? So, my Super Bowl champion this year, and it's going to be the happiest season for me, the Pittsburgh Steelers <laughs> slay Tom Brady. <laughs> Father Time finally catches up to TB12. And the Steelers claim title number seven and verify they are the greatest franchise of all time. That's what I'm talking about. That's going to be what I'm saying after the Super Bowl. When the Pittsburgh Steelers and that defense carries them to their seventh Super Bowl championship, Big Ben gets number three to seal his legacy in Pittsburgh lore and the NFL Hall of Fame. The under comes in. It's a low-scoring battle, and the Pittsburgh Steelers win Super Bowl number seven. So how much does Belichick and Brady have? They have seven or six? They have six. They have six. Yep. All right. Yep. Very interesting. Yep. Very interesting. So I'm gonna I'm gonna end the podcast with some golf picks for you. Last week, if you you bet on what I, I I gave you, now I give you I give you 72 hole matchups. I give you winners for the tournament. I throughout the week give you round one matchups. Certain golfers or certain golfers. Round two, round three, round four. You would have won 6.53 units last week. If you if you bet on what I suggested, the coach, I am up 47.21 units on the year in golf picks. Wow. That's a now again. I picked Webb Simpson to win a tournament, and he did. That was 28 units right there. Last week I was a little snake bit. I've had one person. I, I usually pick two or three to win a tournament. I only picked one. I took Billy Horschel. And I'm at a family picnic. And Horschel is there. 
And, and who's the guy that went at the picnic? What? And the guy Herman is in the in there. The guy was a freaking hot mess. He's trying to drink water with the cap on. It's falling all over the place. And I'm like, Horschel, just get into a playoff. This guy's about to put a purple Twinkie in his pants. You're gonna win it. And Horschel didn't come through. Yeah, I, I'm a, you know, a little angry about the, not angry, but you know, whatever. But it's always it's it's fun. You know, I, me and my father are watching a golf tournament on my phone at this picnic. You probably got a rash of shit for that, but uh, me and him are watching, like, like, oh, look at him! The guy's shitting his pants right there. He's drinking water. Uh, but it, that was that was kind of fun. All right, so this week we had the PGA Northern Trust Open. This is the start of the FedEx Championship. So I'm not sure if you're familiar with this, Nick. Nope. There are three weeks to this FedEx Championship. This is the first week. Right now, this is the first leg of the championship. There's 125 top players in FedEx points for the regular season in golf. So after the COVID-19 layoff, the point value doubled in all the regular tournaments. So you were able to make up for that lost time. Got it. So this week, we got the Northern Trust Open. It's in Norton, Mass., right near Boston. So after two rounds, 36 holes, the top 70 golfers in all ties advance to play the second, you know, two rounds, like a normal golf tournament in most cases, right? So that's they they cut basically 50 guys off after after yep. 36 holes. Next week is the BMW Championship, where the top 70 golfers that make the cut this week. They go to BMW, and there's no cut in this one. You play all four rounds, and the top 30 golfers at the BMW make the Tour Championship three weeks from now. The Tour Championship is kind of interesting. And if you're the FedEx Cup points leader, you start the tournament at 10 under par. The winner of that tournament wins 15 freaking million dollars. So there's a definite advantage. The number two player starts at eight under par. Number three player starts at seven under par. Four player starts at six under par. The fifth uh, point leader, five under par. Players six through 10 start at four under par. Players 11 through 15 start at three under par. Players 16 through 20 start at two under par. Players 21 to 25 start at one under par. And the last five players start at even par. Okay, so, I mean, there's a lot of money on the line in this. $15 million, you win this thing. That's a that's not chump change. I mean, these tournaments are winning $1 million, $2 million. Right. $15 million after taxes is seven and a half. but hell, why not? So, let's get to this one. I have head-to-head people to look at. Head-to-head people to look at just because of their history. I want you to look at Justin Rose in any head-to-head matchups. Now, Justin Rose, he's played here before, and he's finished second and tenth. He's 109th in FedEx uh, FedEx ranking. He only has two top tens this year. He's 69th off the tee, 116th in putting, which is not great. Uh, you know, he's he was ninth at the PGA tournament. Uh, out in San Fran, but he's missed four of his last five cuts outside that tournament. So, but I'll look at him in some head-to-head matchups. 
The other guy I'm looking at, uh, other uh, four guys I'm looking. <laughs> let me see if I pronounce this. Emiliano Grillo. All right. And he's 92nd in FedEx points. He's an Argentinian. He's got three top 10 finishes this year. His putting is 200 and like 200th or something like that. He's really good off the tee. Uh, 14th in approach. Uh, he needs to finish holes. He needs to get his putting down. But he's finished 7th and 22nd here in Norton at previous tournaments uh, at the TPC Boston here. Other guy to look at, Brooks Kapka. Kapka, I can't pronounce his name. He's finished 12th and 18th here. He's He hasn't been great with the putter this year either. Um, he was 2nd at the WGC FedEx St. Jude Classic. Uh, and that was a big one for FedEx points. It gave you a little bit more points. Uh, he's missed a cut three times since the restart. But he's uh, another guy I look for head-to-head matchup. And the last two guys, Justin Spieth, who's been absolutely terrible. But he's been really good at this course. Um, I'm not really high on him. But he, again, there's something about playing on a course that you're good at. And he's good at this course. And the other guy I have is Paul Casey. He's finished second and fourth here at TPC Boston in Norton, Mass. Um, he's a Dallas, Texas guy, University of Texas guy. Uh, he's pretty good around the green. So that that's a, people you look for head-to-head matchups because of the history of the course. You got Justin Rose, Emiliano Grillo, Brooks Kepka, Justin Spieth, and Paul Casey. Three guys for the top 20. Gary Woodland. Topeka, Kansas, University of Kansas guy. He's got six top tens this year. Well-balanced guy. 12th on approach to the green, 34th in putting. His worst part of the game is off the tee. He was 99th. Uh, but I got him for the top 20. Also, Patrick Reed, kind of a tough guy for people to root for. Uh, but he's sixth-ranked FedEx guy. He's really good at this course. Finished fifth and seventh here in two tournaments. He's got seven top tens. He's ninth. Rated putter on tour. So I, I really like him. So I got him in the top 20. And my favorite golfer, the one I like the best, for top 20 only, Phil Mickelson. He's 67th in FedEx. Um, you know, he had last week off. He's 100th off the tee. He's, a, he's great around the green, 12th around the green. His putting's been really bad this year, 137th on tour but he's really good in boston 12th and sixth place finishes uh, if you want to throw a little money on him to win it plus ten thousand. so might be worth a you know a couple bucks here a little pizza money uh top 10 i didn't pick him to win it because the odds just aren't that good he won here in boston at the at the norton course in 2018 that's bryson de and you look at a picture of him winning Looks like a totally different person. He's a skinny little dude in that one. He has nine top tens this year. He's fourth in FedEx FedEx Cup ratings. He's first off the tee. He's fifth in putting. This guy's a monster. I got him finishing top ten. But this is who I'm picking to win it. So I'm also picking him to finish in the top 20. Plus 4,000 to win it. I'm only picking one golfer. Not Hideki Matsui. But Hideki Matsuyama. All right, so he's finished fourth and 15th here in the past couple of years. Four top 10 finishes. 
35th off the tee, 5th in approach, ninth around the green, 197th in putting. But that's actually improved over the last few weeks. Uh, he got cut at the Memorial, but, you know, the last for the last five tournaments, he's finished 21st, 22nd, 20th, 22nd. He's kind of starting to heat up a little bit. So I got Hideki Matsuyama to win the PGA Northern Trust Open. There you have it, Nick. The PGA stuff. All right. Got anything else for the good of the pod? Just a shout out to a couple new listeners. I know that people that subscribed in the last couple of weeks, uh, my friend Stephen Wren, uh, we got uh, Uh drawing a blank here. My God, Eric Johnson and uh, uh, Stephen Donahue, three new guys uh, hanging out with the picnics. All said they subscribed to the podcast. Appreciate it. Uh, Hey, leave a review. Leave a review. Hope you guys are listening. Uh, Win a sweatshirt. Yes. All right, folks, that does it. Please be sure to go to www.mybookieag. Use that promo code DARTH at checkout. You get a 50% sign-up bonus. Check out their super contest. Me and me and Nick loved it. It was awesome last year. Great. We talked about it all week. That's awesome. yep. um, so that's great. Uh, go to www.jeffreyblanger.com. All the picks are there, Major League Baseball. That's what I've been focusing on. And uh, don't forget, I'm an author. The LER mini series, Cobalt Red, Fourth of Dead Squeeze Play. Get it from my publisher, TheWordVerb.com. Amazon Prime, Kindle Select User. Download to your favorite electronic reading device. And as always, may the picks be with you. <laughs>